Are you wanting real answers for all things fitness and nutrition related? If so, you're in the right place. Our goal here on the Fitness Nutritionist Podcast is to help you navigate your journey to a healthier, happier you, one podcast episode at a time. So grab a glass of water or a good cup of coffee and tune in for today's topic. Now let's do this, y'all. Welcome back to the Fitness Nutritionist Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all about perimenopause and menopause. This is something that I'm super passionate about. Mandy, I know the last couple episodes we've had has been things that you're that's in your wheelhouse, as you say, but this one is what I'm super passionate about, helping women that are in midlife, kind of understanding what's going on with their bodies and just walking them through that. And we've said before on previous podcasts, we're both in our 50s now. Right. So this is something that... um, I'm in denial, though. You are in denial. (laughs) (laughs) So let's start off because I don't know about you, Mandy, but one of the reasons that I... And this is what I do. This is what the clientele that I help is women that are in perimenopause and menopause. This is what I coach them in. This is my specialty. But before that, I had, I don't know, but just to share a little bit about my story. When I was growing up, I struggled with my weight all through my teenage years into my early adult years. I just always felt that I was overweight, never felt confident in the way that I looked then I did go on to, you know, earn my bachelor's of science in nutrition. I finally did come to terms with my weight, found a healthy weight. You know, we learned all about the nutrition. And then I went on to become a certified personal trainer because I knew that exercise was important with that. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, perimenopause hit. And I was in denial like you were at first. Uh, to be honest, I didn't even know what was going on. Because I had never really heard it talked about before. And then when I started putting two and two together, I was like, I I think I'm in perimenopause. Well, I've been having this conversation with my physician probably the last 10 years. And as I was talking to you about a while ago, that, you know, my doctor will check my labs, my FSH, and it's normal. But as you explained, that can be wrong. And so that was news to me. I didn't realize that. So actually every one of these symptoms that we're going to talk about in a little bit, I have every single one of them. So I think I'm going to have to readdress this with my GYN doctor and let's figure something out. Yeah. So like I was saying, I, when I hit this stage, I started gaining weight and I was feeling tired. So some of the symptoms, let's talk about that is irregular periods or skipping your cycles, Mm -hmm. heavier or lighter periods than usual, hot flashes, sleeping problems is a big one that I see most. Well, I'd say at least 80 to 90% of my clients have had sleep problems, changes in mood, becoming irritable, depressed, mood swings, fatigue, um, as you already said, weight gain. And that's what I'm really struggling with as well as fatigue, bloating, short-term memory loss, migraines, Migraines. which I have a history of migraines, um, muscle aches and pains. Yep. Bone loss. So these are things, and and here's what I want to mention also, Mandy, is sometimes as women, we're just so busy 
And we, we realize that we know that we're not feeling quite right or, mm-hmm. oh, we have put on some weight or, oh, our memory's not what it used to be or our bodies are hurting, but we don't slow down enough to really think about what might be going on. That root cause. Yeah, the root cause. And so when I finally realized and sat down and I'm like, this is, this is what's going on. So I went back to the drawing board. And I looked at it from a nutrition perspective and an exercise perspective. And that's what led me to create my course that I work with women on. It's called Refined and Renewed. Because when you enter this stage of life, you can feel like, oh, am I ever going to feel good again? Am I ever going to have the energy that I used to have? Am I I ever going to feel confident? And my answer to that is yes. So we're going to talk about what, first off, why are these things happening? And then what are some things that you can do? Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because the length of time your symptoms will last can vary between months to years. Mm-hmm. And I think as, as women, as moms, as fill in the blank, you know, we're, we're busy people that we tend to say, Oh, I'm only fatigued because I'm not sleeping well mm-hmm. or this or that, you know, cause I can tell you a lot of these symptoms that we just discussed I've had for years, Yeah, not really understanding why. So let's start off with I want to explain first what the difference is between menopause and perimenopause. So perimenopause is when your body first begins to transition into menopause. This is when your ovaries begin to produce less estrogen as your body is preparing to stop releasing eggs. So this is that stage before you hit menopause. And this can last Mandy anywhere between like you said, a few months up to 10 years. Now I will say in the United States, the average length is four years. And most of the time perimenopause starts in your forties. I have seen it occasionally in your Mm thirties, but that is not the normal age. It does normally hit in your forties. Then what happens next is menopause. And the definition here is you hit menopause Once you have experienced 12 consecutive months without a period, the day that that happens, that's when you've entered menopause. So as you can see, and like we said, one of the symptoms is irregular periods. So you can go 10 months and not have one and then have one. Well, that 12 months starts Starts over over. again. And this is not uncommon for women. They'll think that they've entered menopause and then they'll have one. And then that starts all the way back over. So as you can see, perimenopause all the way into menopause can last decades. And this is one of the reasons, like I said, I'm so passionate about helping women in this stage is this is not something that you're just going to go through. And it's going to, you're going to come out the same, the other side, there are real changes that are taking place in your body. And I want women to feel their best and know how to navigate in the things that they can do to feel better as they're going through this. Well, I know that you said you've done a lot of research and reading and educating on this. So I know diet has a lot to do with this. So what do you recommend to your clients uh, when they're going through this Yeah, regarding their diet? So we'll talk about four things that I go into depth in in my program. 
Um, and it's a six month program because there is a lot going mm-hmm. on, but today oh, yeah. I want to give the listeners four things that you definitely can do. Now, the, the first thing that I do want to start off with saying though, is just understanding that this is a natural part of life. This is something that's going to happen. So sometimes women are just like, I don't understand what's going on with my body. And, or they look at it as for lack of a better word, a curse. (laughs) And it's not, this is not a disease that you're going to be cured from. This is a natural progression as we age. And so there's no cure for it, but there are things that we can do to help us navigate it and get through it still feeling good. So of course, you and I both being registered dietitians, of course, nutrition we know plays a big part in this. So the bottom line is food is fuel, right? But there are certain foods that can make us feel better. And again, these are things such as, you know, eating an overall balanced diet. You want to be sure that you're including fiber in your diet. You're getting those plenty of fruits and vegetables, those whole grain foods. But the thing that I work with women extensively on, Mandy, is truth be told. And I would say, again, this is at least... 90% of the women that I work with is most of the time, forties, fifties, I've worked with women even into their seventies. And the thing that I see here is they're all coming, like I said, at least 90% from a dieting background, Mm. a yo-yo dieting background. They've tried every diet under the sun. And that's one of the questions um, that I ask on my application before I start working with a client is, What have you tried in the past? What diets have you been on? And so often I see they'll put everything, all of them, you know? So one of the things that I work with a lot is the mindset, the getting over the years of restriction and the years that they've followed these, you know, the keto diet or the Atkins diet or the grapefruit diet or the whatever diet that doesn't work long-term. That's what we're trying to get away from. I'm teaching them how to eat healthy, how to manage these symptoms that they're having through a diet that is balanced and something that they're going to be able to sustain for the rest of their life. So we want to get out of the diet mentality and get into healthy eating. Exactly. Exactly. So absolutely healthy, you know, nutrition with balance, but also giving yourself grace plays a big role in this. The other thing that I want to be sure that uh, the, the women are aware of is we often think of menopause as a linear progression. So one of the things that I have a whole module on in my program, and we'll, we'll do this in a future podcast is explaining all the different types of hormones that are coming into play. But for today's topic, what I want you to know is this is more of a roller coaster. Mm, So we have estrogen and progesterone and insulin and ghrelin and leptin and all these hormones. And we picture it as steadily declining with age where the reality is, no, this is a roller coaster. These, these hormones are up and down and up and down, which is often what leads to the mood swings the hot flashes, the weight gain, the weight gain. Absolutely. And this is why a lot of times women tell me they honestly feel like that maybe they were dreaming this up or 
am I going crazy? Or, you know, because one day I feel great. And then the next day I'm so tired, I can hardly get out of bed. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're not crazy. You're not dreaming it up. We can, we can attribute that to these fluctuations in hormones. Well, that's good to know though, because I know myself personally, I, sometimes I do feel like I'm crazy the way I feel or the way like having the memory fatigue and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, and again, there's lots of vitamins and minerals and supplements that I talk about specifically with the women, but for today's topic, just knowing that eating balanced meals, not going long periods of time without eating, you know, some, some women come to me, like I had a client that just joined two weeks ago and she's like, I don't eat breakfast. I don't eat lunch. And then by the time supper time rolls around, I'm starving and I'm eating all these things. But then she's wondering why she wasn't having energy later in the day. So a lot of education, you know, and explaining why those things are happening. And by eating a healthy, balanced diet, and like we've referred to in the past, eating the rainbow, you're going to be getting a lot of those antioxidants, that vitamin C, all those different uh, vitamins and minerals that we need for our body to function. Right. And then too, as we, as we lose estrogen and as we age, bone loss is something that is a very real concern for women as we age. Mm -hmm. And you and I know from working in healthcare and rehab facilities, the number one reason that females are admitted to a rehab unit is a fractured hip. Yes. And a lot of times that is because we are losing that bone density as we age and we're not being proactive in doing the things that we need to do about that. So calcium and vitamin D come into play here. They're also exercise, which I know we're going to talk about in just a minute, but exercise is really um, essential in, in maintaining our bone health. Right. So that's, that's tip number two is being sure that you're getting enough exercise in. And here, these are those load-bearing exercises, using those free weights, lifting some weight. A lot of times women, they come to me and they've been doing years of cardio, right? Because that's what we've been told. If we want to lose weight and burn calories, we need to get on the treadmill. We need to be cardio, cardio, cardio. And one of the fundamental principles that I teach is you have to do strength training. Mm -hmm. There's, you cannot get around that. There's nothing you can eat that's going to replace strength training. There's no amount of cardio that's going to replace strength training. There's nothing that can fill that void other than lifting those weights yourself. So, but also not forgetting that just getting out and doing some walking too, because right. Just the action of our foot striking the pavement that actually does help um, our, our bone density. Absolutely. That's one of the best ways, you know, like I aim for 10,000 steps Mm -hmm. a day too. So cardio is absolutely important, but you can't replace strength training with anything other than getting, getting some weights in your hands and lifting them. So finding that balance between the two, which in my program, I have six months worth of workouts for my ladies and they have the videos. Yeah. It's all written down. It tells them every day what to do. And Because if you don't know how to exercise in this stage of life, you can actually be doing the work, but not reaping the benefits because it is different than when we were in our twenties and even our thirties, our metabolism is different. And we have to be sure that we're working our body in the way that's best for us now to truly see the benefits that we're wanting to get. And also 
exercising improperly, you can actually um, hurt yourself. Exactly. The videos are really good. I've seen them. Thank you. So uh, another thing here, and this is not always people's favorite topic, but limiting alcohol is also something that can be beneficial in, in this stage of life. And if you're used to having a drink every night, what I say as with any change that you're trying to make is, I wouldn't say, well, just absolutely cut it out, but cutting that back to every other night. Right. And then once you establish that, you know, cutting it back to every third night, again, those small incremental changes, but drinking a lot of alcohol at this stage. But the reality is that's a coping mechanism that some women are using because they are having those mood swings. They are feeling more stressed. They do have lower confidence. And so they want that glass of wine or two or three at night and that type of thing. But I'm more about let's, let's treat why you're having those mood swings. And since we're on that again, that goes back to those fluctuations in hormones are attributed a lot to the mood swings. And I know the women that come to me and I, and I was one of them did not come from having depression in the past or anxiety. This is a new thing for them. And all of a sudden they're like, you know, I'm moody or you can ask their husbands are often very um, willing to admit to the mood swings that they're having. And they don't understand where this is coming from because this is not anything that they've had in the past. So, um, and while we're on that topic, Mandy, you mentioned like you didn't think that you were in it because you had your lab tested Mm -hmm. and it showed high. So what I want to explain here is, like I said, these hormones are on a roller coaster, right? So we often do not use labs. Now you will find some practitioners that are going to order them because they just feel like you'll feel better if you see them or they're making some money off the lab draw, this and that. I do not even routinely do this for my clients. Not as far as checking the FSH and that type of thing. We'll often look at vitamin D or thyroid or something Mm -hmm. like that. But that goes back to the fact that this is a roller coaster ride. So depending on if the day you had that drawn and you were at that high peak, well, next week you could be at that low peak, but it, then it's going to give you this false sense of, oh no, it was high that day. I'm totally fine. Right. But you're a prime example. When you were looking at these symptoms, you said you hit every single one of them. Yes, every single. And so that's really where we quote diagnose perimenopause or menopause is not off of those specific labs, but are you symptomatic? Are you having these symptoms? And when you're checking the box on all of them, I would say, Mandy, you are in it, whether you want to admit it or not. Denial. (laughs) Denial. Yes. And then of course, the fourth thing is staying hydrated. Yes. So that's just really important to ensure that Again, that goes back to multiple reasons we want to stay hydrated. If, if we're even slightly dehydrated, that can tend us towards having fatigue, mm-hmm. the mood swings, all types of things. So I encourage my clients to fix a bottle of water in the morning, get their cute little thermos or whatever it is they want to use. Um, I help them calculate how many ounces of fluids they need to be drinking a day. And then you can put those rubber bands on there and say like, I typically use a water bottle that carries four cups. 
well, I need eight to 10 cups a day. So I can put one rubber band on there. And I know that if I fill that up one time and drink all that, that I have the water I need for the day. Right. So just I, I do the same thing. I use a big Stanley cup and mm-hmm. it's 40 ounces. So my goal is to drink three of those a day. Right. I love the rubber band idea. Just FYI. When I worked at the hospital, I would use a styrofoam cup and every time I would fill it up, I would just mark it. And mm-hmm. I had to have yeah. eight marks by the time the day was over. Yeah. yeah. So, so whatever, whatever method works there. So if you are a woman and you are having any of these symptoms, I would encourage you, you know, be proactive in this. I have so many women that after they join my program, like I said, there's not a cure for it, but there are definite things that we can do to help you manage these symptoms. Like we talk about, we go a lot into sleep. How can you Mm -hmm. get better sleep? Because we all know that if you're not getting enough sleep, and we did a podcast on that um, months ago, that can throw your hormones off too which can also dictate where you're going to put weight on. So as we age, a lot of times we're gaining that rate, that weight around the middle area, the waistline, which is the worst place that we can carry weight. But that again is due to that slower metabolism and all those fluctuations and hormones that are causing that. So when we do things to balance the hormones, to keep them more in check, trying to prevent as big of swings as what we're having, then a lot of times these symptoms are better controlled. And it's also educating ourselves on what the symptoms are, how we, like you said, how we can manage those, but we have to be educated because not always our doctors understand um, what we're going through, what the symptoms may indicate, because you know what, they're, they're taught, you know, basic information in med school That's why we go back to a lot of the labs. You know, I do a lot with labs at work because the physicians order them, but not everyone's going to fit into that box where, you know, like, yeah, as we talked about earlier, how you think my thyroid might be off. And I totally agree. But every time they check it, it's normal, but it's just trying to convince them Mm -hmm. that it's not normal for me. So we have to educate ourselves, be knowledgeable and try to figure out how we can make these changes to you know, minimize those symptoms. Right. So if you are a woman that are, that is in perimenopause or menopause, or you're not sure if you are in the show notes, I actually have a link to the application. I have a short video in there that you can watch to learn more about me and my program, how I help women that are in this stage. And you can fill out that application, send it to me. And then we can chat about the things that we can do to help you feel better again and to enjoy this stage of life. Cause like I said, it can be miserable, Mandy, especially when you're like you, these muscle aches and pains, this fatigue, bloating, Mm -hmm. memory loss, hot flashes, migraines. You know, we go from feeling great in our twenties and thirties to wondering what in the world has happened to us. So like I said, if this is something that you're dealing with or you're struggling with and you're ready to get some help, I do have a proven system. It's a science-based method and a faith-based method. And I have women that come through this and they come out just realizing that, you know, hey, I can feel good again. You are not destined to carry this weight, to be tired all the time, just to live not feeling good anymore. So I would encourage you to click on that link, apply, and I'll be back in touch with you.
Sign me up, Stephanie. I think I need to go through the course. (laughs) Actually, I've I've read lots of your testimonials from your clients and they have had such great success. So that is exciting. All right. So thank you for joining in today. Please be sure that you hit the subscribe button and rate and review us. We would be so appreciative of that. And we hope you have a good rest of your week. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you gained a little more info to help you along your journey to your best life. We would love it if you would take just a minute to write this podcast and share it with your family and friends. And as always, let us know if you have anything you would like us to talk about on any future episodes. And don't forget, go to the Fitness Nutritionist Corner, our private Facebook group, where we'll have those fun challenges. We'll answer your questions and support women along their journey to a better health. You can also contact us on our website at thefitnessnutritionist.com. And that's nutritionist with an S. And just remember, ladies, you are worth it.